Hello there, and welcome to The Writing Endeavor, the show where we discuss the craft of writing and how to go from a blank page to getting your work published. I'm your host, William Eaton, and I'm here to accompany you on this writing journey. If you're new to writing, looking to pick it up again, or a seasoned writer who wants to learn a new trick or two, then this show is for you. Thanks for joining me today. Now here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Writing Endeavor. Thank you for tuning in again for episode five. I hope you've had a good week since you last heard from me. Um, I don't really have anything new and big to report, but hope everybody is doing well out there right now with Christmas looming in the distance and then, you know, all the other stuff happening with 2020. It's the year's almost over. We're gonna, we're gonna make it, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so update for the week. Uh, my writing has been pretty minimal. I haven't done a whole lot. Um, I think I've probably maybe done 1500 words, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm trying to keep the goal of 500 words a day as as kind of like a minimum. Uh, I haven't really been meeting that, but I know that's a pretty easy kind of minimum I can get to. And I just figure if I can go and aim for 500, I can probably do a bit more than that every day. So it's it's the, the bare minimum I want to get to. Not quite there yet, trying to get back into the habit of sitting down and writing and doing it. But, you know, hopefully this time next week, I'll be doing 2,000 or 2,500 words next or yeah this coming week and i'll see uh if i can do that i think one of the things i'm planning on trying to do is to pick up the pomodoro method again if you don't know what that is basically you will pick up a timer and uh, i think it's based off of those old like tomato looking timers that had like a timeline of like 20 minutes on it basically you you set a timer to 20 minutes you sit down and in that time period you do 20 minutes of work and you just kind of you power through it, just get it done, and then you take another five, ten minute break. You know, relax, get up, walk around, and then you sit down, and then you do another twenty minute session off that timer. Um, so I'm gonna pull out. I think I have an old app on my phone I can use. So I'll probably try that out and just say, you know, do twenty minutes, and hopefully I can get that five hundred word amount done. And if not, it's, I'll just have to keep writing. Um, and I also figure the five hundred words, like if I can get five hundred words down, that means I can probably do. A thousand, fifteen hundred. It's it'd be doable for me to do more than just the five hundred. So I'm thinking that's a pretty easy number to work towards. So give me a week, see how I do in a week. But still working on that novella, just trying to get it done. <laughs> but I'll update you guys next week on the status of the novella. Today's subject is going to be pretty straightforward. It's going to be on the topic of editing, but finding an editor and working with one. My plan for the future is to do a bit more of an in-depth episode with more of the kind of traditional routes of doing this, because I went to a very, I guess you could say, modern way of finding an editor. Um, I know kind of more traditional route would be like you would get an agent, and that agent would then lead you towards an editor that you think you could work with, and that editor would then work with you and improve your work and try to get that done like through their process of just reading your work and giving you feedback and then you can go back and work on it. That's not really something that I could do one because I don't have an agent and two, I think an editor through those means would be more expensive and I don't have the thousands of dollars it would take to do that. I don't think too many other people do have that kind of money. So 
if you can do it, go for it. But I went more of a non-traditional route. Uh, I went with Fiverr.com. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it is basically a online service purchase place where you can either hire people to do work for you or you can put yourself on there to do work for other people. I chose to do it because I've heard good things from it. I've heard people get pretty good work done from there, and I figured it'd be simple, easy, and cheap, so I decided to go with that. Some of the other courses I did think of doing is I have friends from college who are either have edited professionally or they do it as kind of like a side hustle where, you know, they'll charge a certain amount of money, but I knew all of them were either charging a lot of money I didn't have or they just weren't doing it right now. And I looked into kind of some other ways of like maybe asking like some people I knew who were teachers that work in English or to do some other means of like working with English in some form. Um, but I decided that I'd want to compensate them in some way, but I decided to go with kind of a more simpler route that I knew I could get my work towards somebody and get it done quicker. So Fiverr was the choice. Fiverr is pretty easy. Um, basically, uh, and I'm going to say this now, they're not a sponsor or anything for the show. I just, they're a service I use. So if you think you'd like to use them, go and check it out. They're pretty good. Uh, you know, Fiverr hears this and wants to sponsor me, let me know. I'd be more than happy to, you know, give you guys a good word and you can guys give me some cash back or something. That'd be pretty nice. But Basically, I went to Fiverr. I went into their editing and critiquing section. I'm actually just going to pull up their website right now and take a peek at it. Yeah, so I think I just typed in editing into their service for what I could find. And yeah, editing pulls some stuff and then just kind of broke it down into categories. I think I did. Yeah, so I did editing. I looked under proofreading and editing. And then under there, I went into more details like I chose English and then I chose... uh like kind of like a more generic type, but with like a grammar and spelling and structural edit. And then from there, I went up to, I think I chose, <laughs> now that I'm looking at this, I don't remember what I chose. I kept it pretty simple. Like, yeah, I kept it like to the basic generic, like type with grammar and spelling, a structural edit. And then I did like a pro service and I did like the top, like rated editors that I could find um, and people who are willing to do 10,000 words or less because my poetry book, I think came out to like 980 words. So I was looking for somebody in that space. I could easily do that amount of like words to edit within a time frame for like a not too expensive amount of money. I think I set my budget to about a hundred dollars and the person who I contacted did it for 50 so that was a pretty good deal considering other people will do 500 dollars for a project or they'll do like 100 dollars per hour that they work and uh, professional lenders do kind of like their own way of doing it some do it by word count some do it by like chapters it's it varies but 50 dollars was kind of right in my zone of what i wanted to do i would have paid more if they asked for it but i didn't want to go over 100 dollars just because i didn't have a lot of money, so I wanted to be safe about it. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I contacted them. Their name is Madeline, um, and they said that they could do it. You know, within a week, they do it for fifty dollars, and that if it was under ten k, that would be or ten k in words, that would be fine. And so I, you know, paid them the fifty bucks and I sent it over to them. And they said within a week, but I think I got it maybe four days later. They were really quick and fast about it i think one of the reasons there was that quick is because it was poetry so it wasn't like i was looking for a full free through of grammar i was looking for kind of like basic like grammar 
spell check kind of things like that that I knew I would miss. And she got back to me really quick and found a lot of small, simple things that I just overlooked because I wasn't paying attention to it. But that those small, simple things made it look so much better professionally as a piece of work. So it's such a good thing to do. If you can afford to do an editor, do it. <laughs> and a lot of things she did find, uh, they're just things that either I missed or beta readers missed or like other proofreaders totally missed when they were looking at it. Um, a lot of it was like, I you know, forgot to capitalize the beginning of a line of poem and she would kind of leave a note and be like, was this intentional or was it not intentional? And then I would go and make the edit for it. Um, I think her questioning things like that made it feel better instead of it being like back in like middle school where your teacher is like editing your paper. And so you're just kind of like anxious about it. It was like, oh, cool. Like she's caught something and it's making me think about it. Be like, oh, was that intentional or did I just like forget to edit something when I was like switching lines around? So it made me feel better overall be like oh cool like it's <laughs> i'm not feeling punished in any way i'm feeling like oh it's cool i'm finding a mistake that i can fix and now it's gonna make it better uh and then she found like small things like i'm i'm awful when it comes to commas i either put too many or too little in uh there's no real in between it's just i throw them in everywhere i use way too little so the sentence doesn't make sense so she would find things like that and be like okay put a comma here take this one out like or rewrite the sentence because it's i know what you're saying but how you're saying it doesn't work very well uh, and just stuff like that, you know, I, I wouldn't have caught it at all, but because she caught it, I was like, cool, it's, everything's better now. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, Madeline Leo gave me the work in like four days, like I said. I think I tipped her like five or $10 extra just of how fast it was and how like easy it was to go through her notes. And once I was done with that, I went and did another final edit of my book. I kind of took everything she gave me, made those comments and changes in the book and then i was basically done um i didn't think i could do too much more of improvement on the book without either completely rewriting something or taking something out and just trying to work on it more so it's i was like i'm a good spot i'm done i've gotten multiple eyes looking at it i've gotten a lot of good feedback and ways to improve my book so if i wanted to make it better it would have been another month's worth of work probably so it's just like i'm i'm in a good spot i'm gonna publish it you know, this is the book I'm using to learn how to publish myself. So that's kind of like, I, I knew it was in a good spot to get it done and published and out in the world. So final thoughts on editing, definitely get an editor, get somebody that can go and look through there that, you know, if you pay great, if not, hopefully they know what they're doing. Um, Cause those things really helped me out and making sure that my final product was, you know, as good as it could be. If you, can't afford to find an editor or can't afford to pay somebody try to find somebody that is experienced with the english language or like whatever language you're working in and then find and find someone that know like that you know will get back to you and will get the work done uh, i think one of the reasons that fiverr stood out to me is that i knew that there would be a time limit that if they said i can do it in a week i would expect it within a week if they said i can do it in two weeks i would expect it within two weeks um because if you if they go beyond their their time that they friendly give you, they can get docked or they can, you can like request money back and things like that. So it's, uh, there's a safety net there so that you don't have to worry about like losing money or losing time or, you know, having issues with friends or anything like that. It helps out. <laughs> but yeah, if you finish your work, you get an editor. Trust me, it's real good. And then I can't really add too much more. Like it's such a simple thing of just like finding somebody, having them do it, and then you just go and you, do the editing process once they're done it's really pretty it's a pretty straightforward linear thing of like 
one, two, and three. Those are what you got to do, and then that. But that's all like finding somebody who hadn't been doing it, and then doing your edit. So it's it's a lot of work, but it's really only like two, three steps. <laughs> so this is a pretty simple explanation of finding an editor. I will definitely go into more detail with a more traditional route or finding um, different ways to find an editor. Most of the reason why I'm not doing that is because I don't know a whole lot of how to do that. I'm pretty new into the whole publishing and writing business. So once I learn more, I'll let you know. Uh, but right now, Fiverr, and I'm sure there's probably some other websites that do the same thing. You can probably find them and pay probably comparable price for an editor or somebody to do like a cover design for you or something. But Fiverr's good. Definitely would trust them for the future if I ever need another editor. Um, I'll probably honestly go to Madeline in the future and say, hey, I have a, you know, a piece that's this big. How much would you charge for it? And then make plans accordingly. And yeah, if you don't have anybody that you know that you could pay, you know, think about teachers, think about friends from school, think about, you know, if you have a friend who's like a works in a law firm, they are pretty good at communicating and writing. So they might have some good skills to give you. If you have anybody who had basically anybody that has like experience with the English that involves more than just like reading it or like basic writing would probably be good for you. And if you can't pay them, maybe you know, work on bartering, like, you know, make them a meal, do some yard work, things like that. A lot of people will barter to kind of help you out. And if you're a friend, they'll probably do a lot more for a lot less of what you pay them. So it's kind of a give and take. You just got to make sure that they feel like they've been compromised, not compromised, uh, gotta make sure that they've been paid in some way that they feel appreciated so it's pretty easy to do especially with a friend but after that i think that's wrapping up the show thanks for listening um i want to kind of give a small shout out to whoever is in uh, i think it's i'm gonna bitch with the name but i think it's cliche france i know it's like a suburb of paris but i've been seeing somebody from france downloading every episode so thank you for doing that i have no idea how you found me but you know keep listening if you want and i really appreciate it yeah thanks for listening it's been awesome to see that i have more than just like myself downloading this podcast i definitely have a solid like 10 people who download on a regular basis so i really appreciate everybody who's listening and hopefully it's going to keep growing uh if you want to follow me on social medias you can always find me at repressed moxie and the websites are still a work in progress i'm slowly getting to them and trying to improve them um my goal is you know end of december is when they're going to be up so Hopefully, beginning of January, I'll say, you know, they've been officially launched, so go check them out then. <laughs> um, but until then, I will see you guys next week, and hope you enjoyed this episode of The Writing Endeavor. that was it thank you for listening to the show it's very much appreciated each episode is recorded and produced by me william eaton and if you liked what you listened to and like to help us out please leave a review on apple podcast or whatever podcast service you use any reviews you post will help us out by helping other people find the show and don't forget to subscribe so you can listen in every week our intro music emotional and our end music day tea are by baradine you can find them at soundcloud.com slash baradine See you again on the next episode of The Writing Endeavor.